Welcome back to yet another episode of Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host, as always, here tonight with another fascinating guest in the cannabis space, also in the drink space, which is really, really cool because more and more people are coming out with drinks in the cannabis world. And I just want to welcome Ben Kennedy from Fable Cannabis Libations. Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Well, it's, it's really great having you here, too. And uh, just full disclosure, I have met Ben in person only once to try his drinks. Um, he was visiting the Bay Area, and I came out to meet him in a great place. And we we sampled his libations, and they were amazing. But I'm going to let him tell more about that during the show here. But I also want Ben to tell everyone, Ben, what's your historical relationship to cannabis? Oh, gosh. Um, so uh, my wife and I moved from, from New York City back around j- just before uh, Colorado legalized um, Latham. So we got a front row seat really to, you know, one of the first states to kind of operationalize le- legal cannabis. Um, and in witnessing that, it was very clear to us that there was, you know, still a stigma, still somewhat of a division between uh, folks that drank alcohol or, 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 you know, consumed alcohol regularly. And then those folks who preferred to um, smoke cannabis. Um, and I could, you know, bore you with the, uh, the myriad of social um, examples of, of how those two things clashed. But uh, we really kind of witnessed, look, there's a, a new dawn here and, and, and there's an audience that is very curious, but might not necessarily want to smoke. So the kind of line in the sand was, well, if we could replicate the use occasion of, of alcohol, um, you know, but the, 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 uh, the effect of, of cannabis. And uh, five years later, six years later, we are on the cusp of launch. So it's been quite the journey. But I think just having that front row seat and seeing, you know, consumer adoption and just an overall excitement that went far beyond the stereotype of who who you would you would think you know would be walking into to dispensaries that kind of highlighted a much bigger a more exciting opportunity to kind of change the world a little bit yeah and you know honestly uh, a guest we just had on in the previous show we were he is a director of the new west hollywood um cannabis association for lounges mm-hmm. and uh it was a great show in terms of getting to the bottom of what's happening here in the state of California, I know that you and I talked about my product and lounges and how important the lounge scene was for cannabis in general. Um, he's really taking this by the horns. And they, I think he said he's granted uh, 18 licenses and a product like yours is going to go gangbusters in there. But right now you're currently in Colorado. That's where the, the brand was uh, founded. And you're going to mm-hmm. bring it to California. I know you found a bottler here in California. And um, are you on the market in Colorado currently, or are you just everything is going to happen at one time? Yeah, everything's happening at one time, and and we're we're a little little quirky in this regard. Colorado is actually going to be a fast follow market. Um, Lay them where we committed early on to California. For, for, for a number of reasons, the first being, I think, the demographic fit. You know, if you look at Colorado, it's a beer swilling, uh, flower driven market. Um, you know, it, it's also a market that's been um, held back from a beverage standpoint in just manufacturing options. So we're launching in California weeks from now. We're waiting for can sleeves to, to go on cans and then we're, we go. 
Um, and then the, the plan for us is probably to head out east and circle back to Colorado. So although we're we're blessed to live here, uh, product market fit for Fable, I think, is more at home in the New York's Californias of the world than maybe it is uh, at least now in, in Colorado. Well, you might have a hidden market there. You never know. I mean, the, the taste know. profile is, is great on your product. Why don't you tell the people at home what uh, flavors you're going to be coming out with? Yeah, sure. So I think to, to, to answer that, let me just take half a, half a step back, you know, and tell you what we didn't want to do, because that kind of informed where we landed. You know, it was important to us and, and we didn't have the luxury of, of retrospect right back in in 2000. And oh, when, when was this? 15, 16. Uh, we didn't want to make a, a soda uh, and, and I have nothing against sodas in the market, but for, for Kristen and I, we didn't want to make a, a product that in any way kind of leaned into to kids. Um, we also didn't believe, and I got this spectacularly wrong. Uh, I said to, to investors back in the day, look, people don't drink water to get drunk and they're not going to drink water to get, to get high. And I, 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 you can put that on a t-shirt as, got that wrong um what we wanted to do was truly replicate the experience of consuming an, an alcoholic drink and, and naming conventions is something we can get into you know in, in a moment whether whether we call this a cocktail or a spirit but we we knew that the thing that that those drinks had in common is there was an experience as you consume it you know a lagavulin or a lafroig or um a gin and tonic you know you don't slam them down to get drunk you drink them and you enjoy drinking them so that was the brief to the product development company um this company has worked with with you know star Starbucks and, and Red Bull and Danone. So when it came to um, understanding how to uh, tether, you know, culinary trends with 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 trends in mixology, um, with the science, um, the, the goal was to build a product that that could best replicate the the user experience of of, of alcohol without the alcohol. So that led us down the the botanical path. Uh, there are four skews. Uh, the first one um, is, is Best Zest, and that's the, the one of the three that we're launching in California. And Best Zest is, is citrus on the front, and you know this yourself, you, you tried them. Um, but then it changes. Um, it, 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 you get a wave of cardamom and, and cinnamon, which brings a level of kind of heat. Uh, and then it finishes with a spicy pepper finish. Uh, Night Flight is another blend. Um, that's blackberry uh, ginger on the front, hibiscus in the middle, and then cayenne pepper on, on the back end. So these drinks are all quite complex. They are truly layered. Um, they have the bite and the viscosity of an alcoholic drink, um, but with, with zero alcohol in them. But we, we, we certainly, one of the things we did make early on is, is we acknowledge that cannabis has a taste. And I know that technology has, has furthered the, the, the cause in the, uh, now the taste of cannabis can be somewhat hidden. Um, but we didn't want to make a product that we had to mask the taste. And we didn't want to make a product that already existed as it was. So a Moscow mule or a margarita to, to replicate a product that consumers love and have loved for, you know, years and years and years, deconstruct it 
and then do what you need to do with it to get the cannabis into it and then have it taste good, you end up with a much worse version of something that previously existed and, and has been enjoyed by many. So the drinks are all original, which is great and it poses challenges at the same time there's education that needs to to happen um but but as as i said they are they are truly layered um and we're very proud of that you know we're proud of the of the complex kind of flavor profile that that the guys have, have kind of come back with they all have this burn this like bite at the back of your throat um that's supposed to mimic that of of alcohol yeah, and it wasn't too intense. When I tried the drinks, I thought it was just a really good, um, you know, just a, a change, not a, not a, a replacement for alcohol, just something different, which is which is key, right. because it's not a juice, it's not a soda, and it's not an alcoholic drink. It is unto itself, which I think is what that's the magic sauce in this whole thing, right? You want your drink to stand out and be something different and new, and. I think that's where, where you're going. Now, I'm just asking you a, a complex question because I'm sure that uh, it's not that complex, actually. Uh, a lot of people have noticed. What's a Brit doing here in the U.S. doing the cannabis trade? That's amazing. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for saying Brit and not Aussie. I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I'd never. Yeah, well, well, you're, t- you're taking me back. I, I was... Uh... I was working on Fleet Street in London back in, in 2005 uh, for a um, Rupert Murdoch-like character. Uh, and he had this uh, magazine called called OK Magazine and uh, wanted to launch it in New York. And uh, long story short, I was Johnny on the block, uh, 24 hours notice on a plane and left my homeland for good. Um, lo- launched the magazine and have many and many a great story for you when, when we get dinner. Um, but ultimately joined um, one of the holding group uh, ad uh, agencies, uh, a company called Omnicom, which is somewhat an unfortunate name in this climate. But yeah. Omnicom, <laughs> uh, 50,000 people strong, you know, uh, own you know, a lot of the, the global ad agencies. And they said, look, do you, you want to go? work in denver for three years floating um or e-commerce kind of service offering um and we said you know denver colorado is one of the few cities we, we would leave new york for and, and that then kind of you know the universe leads you in the right direction as a consumer of cannabis anyway uh, i was very interested in in the opportunity um, and the ability to help change stigmas, I think, uh, as the Colorado market opened and ultimately um, decided a year ago to to jump from Omnicom to, to shed the corporate job and to, you know, put all our, our eggs in, in the basket of, of fable. Um, so it's I, I class myself as an American these days with a with an English accent. I can I can talk talk NFL with the best of them. My grandmother and grandfather, some or great grandparents. So I I get it. They were Americans. <laughs> well, next question is bottles or cans? Yeah, so both is the answer. Um, we initially planned to launch the brand in these beautiful heavy glass bottles, but you know, the more you get to the five yard line of launching a, a product like fable the more you understand the challenges facing the industry i think i think education is a challenge 
but but economics is a massive challenge you and i have talked about this so finding a product that is as adoptable as possible a product that removes as much tension uh, in what we used to call the first moment of truth that 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 moment where somebody is sat in the store looking at a, a um, fridge full of drinks. You, you need to remove reasons why people wouldn't buy your product. And, and something that I want to kind of dispel a myth on with marketing, marketers will often have you think that you have to get consumers or shoppers to think. I think that the genius marketers in this world actually remove the need to think from a shopper's mind. So to answer your question, we are going into a 7.5 ounce can. We are carbonating all four beverages. And that for me is going to be our, our volume driver. It gives somebody an easy, cheap reason to pick Fable off the fridge or out of the fridge. Now, what we're also going to do, though, is we're going to have a, a 750 mil non-carbonated version, which will be 62 milligrams in 750 mil bottles mm. versus six milligrams in a 7.5 ounce can that we hope over time we can mature people into. And then, you know, keeping the consumer at the center again and looking at use occasions, you know, the, 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 the 7.5 ounce can is very sessionable. It's portable. You know, you can grab four of them on the way to a pool party in West Hollywood on, on a Saturday. I think the 750 mil bottle will be on the dinner table at Thanksgiving. You could serve it at weddings or, you know, or, or social events. Um, it will be slightly stronger. So we're giving the consumer the power to mix it to carbonate it, to, to mix it with, with other drinks. So two formats. Um, and, and we think that kind of mitigates for me that the biggest risk, we could have the best product in the world, but if it's more expensive, if it's less strong and it's an unknown quantity, then I think that's putting undue risk on, on the brand. Um, so we, we believe with cans and I bought 303,000 of them this morning so we're pot committed to the can. Um, we can ah, we can bridge that. That's an that understatement. Gap. That's an understatement. Yes. You're you're hip deep. <laughs> yes, there you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that tonight for sure. So, um, the the carbonation level on the the cans can be low carbonation. I think we discussed that before, right? It's just going to be lightly carbonated, yeah. not like a seltzer what, or anything like that. Yes, sir. One point nine, and and I appreciate that. That the this is. You know, over the years, um, Latham, we've we've resisted the urge to seltzerize. You know, it's 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 truly, truly, uh, it requires an enormous amount of discipline not, not to do that because we were seeing brand after brand after brand launch, and we knew we'd been making fable. You know, early, early on, um, but ultimately, as you said yourself, I I think the the industry is crying out for innovation. We're we're building a supply chain with partners that embrace the challenges and are uh, committed to solving them. Um, we are bullish that over time we can start talking to retailers about key, keystone pricing. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, that, that's, that, that's the plan from, from here. 1.9 carbonation, not a seltzer, very much keeping the product integrity in place, but you know, this, you know, science dictates when you're in a can that you need a level of carbonation so you don't crush the cans. So, um, you know, it, it brings some effervescence to the drink, but it also kind of helps us with the, the science and, and so forth. 
Oh, great answer. And I like the fact that you're doing two varieties of the same thing or similar varieties. That's a, mm-hmm. a smart plan long term. Awesome. Well, we are at that part of the show where I'd like to hear a stony story from you about this could be about you. It could be about someone else or someone you know. But it's about your experience maybe in a great event with cannabis or not so great event with cannabis. Do you have one for us? Crikey. Um, I have, I have many. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think which one, yeah. Which one I pull out here. I think, I think it's going to be hard to, to, to pinpoint one specific um, example. Um, but, but what I can say is, is that maybe, maybe memories will flood back. My, my relationship with cannabis has changed over the years. And I'd be interested if, if, you know, others think the same, you know, when I was 25 and maybe it's the weight of life is less, you know, I remember in London, you know, smoking, looking at the sky, um, you know, and the clouds kind of moving and it all was a little novel and, and a little trippy. And I think today it, it, it's it's something I enjoy. I think it, it keeps my blood pressure down. I think it, um, you know, takes the, I think we hear this, takes the edge off the day. Um, but I don't get, I don't get that same, the, the unique kind of giggly, you know, fun aspect um, with cannabis anymore. Of course, it, it relaxes me. Um, yeah, I think that the, the, the one thing I found is, as you get older and as you get kids, as you have kids and, and the burden of running, running a company, you know, my sativa days, I think, are gone. Um, I found myself, you know, with the racing heart a little more on, on the sativa front. So I'm a firm admirer and fan of, of the hybrid strains. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a number of, of funny stories. I, uh, I once got stoned and got swept out to sea off the Isle of Man, um, which, was a, which is a very cold, choppy sea yep. in between the, the islands of the UK and, and the mainland of Ireland. So I've, I have the pleasure of saying I've been um, helicoptered 12 miles offshore with a friend. Oh and we, we got rid of the yeah we got rid of the joints um, but that was that was stoner stoner behavior in the negative sense okay well that um, one but, you actually we, i got to say you win with that story because that's you got swept out to sea while being stoned off the isle of man and helicopter rescued that's pretty pretty yeah, epic yeah and, and and the um we were staying with my my great aunt at the time and she lived in this quaint little fishing village oh and and it was all it was all well intended we we were trying to we were fishing we hadn't caught anything in a week we found this upturned rowing boat that had masking tape on the bottom and you know as as, as 18 year old kids that had been given some weed from one of the local kids on the pier, um, you know, we don't think about tides and currents and the weather changing. So all I could tell you is we went from being, you know, 30 foot offshore to 10 miles offshore in a heartbeat. And you don't want to be paranoid when you're stuck at sea. I can tell you that for free. No, you don't. (laughs) Good. From your lips to everyone's ears. So you go. um, What's the, what's the release date for, for Fable? What do you think? I think I think mid-May, um, I, we truly have everything in place now. We've done a lot of the marketing. It's ready to go. Um, we are literally waiting for things to get places. And, you know, I, I will always be, be, be honest and, and not pretend that I know more than I know. And, you know, I've never built a beverage before. Um, so, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So today, you know, we have these 301,000 cans. Well, they're in Georgia. We need to get them to um, Palm Desert. 
but we need to get them uh, sleeved prior to getting them to Palm Desert, you know? So we're, we're just finalizing now, when can we get the cans and the lids and all these pieces where they need to be? Um, otherwise, the drinks are compatible. The process authority is done. Everything is ready to go on that regard. So I think mid-May, uh, we're sponsoring uh, the Green Street Festival mid-May, uh, and we're looking at that as our, our launch event. Um, that that I, I can't see as blowing past that deadline, but Laydon, this is cannabis so who knows? <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, that's a good attitude, Ben. And that's Green Street, San Francisco, correct? Uh, that is Green Street, LA, uh, downtown LA. Oh, okay. Um, in- incredible experience. I visited them a few few weeks ago, um, and it, it was bizarre. It's like walking into a Madison Avenue skyscraper, but people are smoking joints in the corridors, uh, and it's a, an incubation. Oh, um, yes. I do know what yeah, that is. Incub- uh, yes. Incubation area. So they're having a fest, three-day festival in May. All right. Well, look for that, guys. If you're listening to this show and it's prior to May, look for Green Street and look for the launch of Fable at the Green Street Festival. Um, ben, great having you on the show. I look forward to many more interactions with you in the near future. And if you need any help with logistics or anything like that, give me a call. I've been through all this many, many times, and I'd love to help you out. I will. And thanks for everything that you do, Latham. I appreciate uh, you draw attention and, and insight to the category and the sector. So God bless you for that. Keep, keep going. Well, thank you very much. And as usual, guys, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. Our new heavy hitter edition is out 500 milligrams and 1000 milligram infused concentrate made with USDA certified um, organic agave powder um, this is a true infused concentrate, but it's only five milligrams per tiny scoop. So you can dose yourself how you need to and make your lifestyle the one you want rather than being dictated by someone else. So that's Shuggies. You can find us as S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com on the internet. And we are for sale now at dispensaries across the state. Also, we're brought to you by Sense Distribution, the proud carrier of Shuggies and many, many other great products here in the great state of California. Look for Sense Distribution at sensedistribution.com to see what brands we carry. Um, As always, great guest, Ben. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you soon here again on Days and Infused. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.